0: Hello and welcome to the Mission City Podcast. In today's session, our campus pastors, Dave and Chuck, discuss living life in community. This is so important for all of us as believers to understand. Living life in community means that we hold each other accountable, that we continue to push others to know Christ more. Our campus pastors do a great job of covering all of this today. So let's go ahead and hand it over to them. Good morning, Chuck.
1: Hey Dave, how are you this morning?
0: I am great. I got my coffee here, and I am ready to go this morning.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm doing a little Perrier water, A little pink grapefruit Perrier water. That's true.
0: That's true. Yeah. It,
1: did I come with an umbrella? Yeah. Pinkies up.
0: Pinkies up on pinkies that up one. You drink it. Yep. Umbrella in there. Mm-hmm. Love it. Perrier grapefruit. Yeah. You how, never. How's you, the Perrier grapefruit working out this morning?
1: Man, I've had so much coffee, I cannot have another cup of coffee this morning. Got a. A little bit later than I normally get up today. I slept through my alarm. Did you really? Which is nice. It was nice to actually sleep in until like 6.30.
0: You probably stayed up late because the Rangers are playing on the West Coast. They're playing in Seattle, so you're probably up watching that late.
1: Uh, That's America's team. I probably, probably don't watch the Rangers much. I watch the Astros, yeah. yeah. They lost too, which is sad to say they lost to the Oakland A's yeah. two times in a row. It's terrible. Terrible.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So, I know that... Um, You've got some surgery coming up, and p- yeah. folks are praying for you about that, and and uh, you're going to be out for a couple weeks of, of the podcast, and we're going to have uh, maybe some interviews and some other people in while you're gone. It's going to be a tough time for me. Uh, you know, I'll miss you. But uh, tell us a little bit about what you're having done, just so we know how to pray for you and things like that. Well,
1: I'm having a—it's um, a, in my neck. They're going to go through the front part of my neck and remove—
0: Wouldn't that be called the throat?
1: <laughs> yeah my throat area and uh they'll they'll push all my throat stuff aside why do people say that all the time the front of my neck but they don't say the back of my throat anyway go ahead (laughs) oh my goodness well anyway they're going to remove some discs put a few uh, fuse that together it's just a neck fusion too many too many uh crashes into the wall as an outfielder when i was uh in college, playing baseball,
0: Making so some of those, some of those great over-the-shoulder catches, yeah, yeah,
1: like Willie Mays. Hayes. Yeah, I never Willie Mays hazed anything. I don't know. I didn't catch many that uh, that far away. So no, good. So I'll be out for a little while. I am going to hate it. I hate missing. You know, I hate missing. You know, it's 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 my job, but I hate missing worship. I hate not being there. Uh, you know, even before uh, I came on staff, just being part of Mission City, I just loved being. At worship, just uh, just something about it. Back at the dance hall, and even when I was coaching, we we would work on Sunday mornings uh, at Champion High School, football staff, and so right. we started we started work at about eleven o'clock. So I would come over to Central, even though I was going to Northwest. I would come over to Centrals because right. I didn't want to miss because I really enjoy yeah, being and part of have, worship, uh, and, we, and we have that.
0: Back and forth, too, we have uh, – there's a couple that is, is members there at Northwest, and their son's playing select baseball, and he was playing a tournament over in this area mm-hmm. the last couple Sundays, and they were here because he had on the, uh, the parking shirt. And I was like, are you on parking duty today? He goes, no, well uh, – I go to the Northwest campus. Our son had a game, and yeah. you know, they made sure that they they ducked their head in there because they were like, "We we're not going to miss church," you know. Uh, I want to be a part. That. I love that because I get it too. I know that during like during the pandemic, for instance, I wasn't here um, during the pandemic. I was pastoring a church in, in Houston, and we had um, we had we didn't really stop meeting. And what had happened was I was coming to the church and recording for Facebook on Sunday morning, and then we had some uh, senior adults in our church that didn't Facebook, and so I would put the phone on speaker, <laughs> and okay, I would I preach the message so they could hear. And then one of them one day asked me, "Where are you at when you're record when you're doing this?" So I was like, "Oh, I'm up at the church. I can't do it at home because I get distracted too easy or something." And when everybody found that, they just started coming back. You know, and again, we were at church plants, so and we weren't we weren't huge by any amount, but uh, that was one of the things that was great was we we began a social media presence that's important to have out there, but it certainly doesn't replace, and that's what they would say. It's like, we can listen to it, we can watch it, but it's not the same as being there.
1: I know Matt would preach online, but he would preach it on Thursday, and I think they would record it, and then... And then
0: Send it out. Send it
1: out. And you know, can you imagine Matt trying to preach in front of like I think Don was here, maybe Kelsey. You know, he's so he's making some eye contact over there or wherever. But uh that would be tough yeah. to do. And you know, and and I don't think you get the same experience online. Even if even though even now that people are there and they're we're live streaming and I think it's a, a valuable tool. Absolutely. A valuable tool. Uh, to be able to share online, I think a lot of people check us out that way. Yeah, my but-
0: mother in law lives in Canada, and she watches us online every week, and and pretty much considers this being her church. And uh, she watches our podcast, comments every now and then. But uh, yeah, you know, she's a very godly. woman. She let
1: me know that a cafe Olay is served with chicory and not caramel. There you and- go. I know that. She would know that. I know that, and uh, (laughs) I just
0: don't like chicory. (laughs) I hear you. But she, a godly woman, took my uh, wife to church, you know, before we met when they were, when my wife was little, and she made sure she took her. My wife came to know Christ after vacation Bible school. Uh, Her mother got to lead her to the Lord, but it was because they were coming to church every single week. She knew the importance of being in church every single week, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Why is it so important to be here whenever we do have live stream or you can listen to messages all week or, you know, I hear people say, well, I don't have to be in church to worship. And that's certainly true because we know that that the presence of God is in us through the power of the Holy Spirit. But why is it so important that that they're here? That's what we're going to talk about. So when you get asked that question, where do you go?
1: Well, I can tell you that I grew up in that environment with my father you know, his, his form of worship was on the golf course. So on Sundays I would literally, we would go to the golf course and my dad would say, I'm worshiping God on the golf course. Now I think he was doing kind of a, he was doing that kind of in a sarcastic way against my mom a little bit My mom wanted us to go to church and pushed us to go to church, but my dad just didn't. And, um, you know, he passed away in, uh, in 92, 1992, 93, oh. excuse me, uh, but he, he came to know Jesus a couple days before he died. but the point I'm making is is that, that he didn't he never really darkened the door of church. He thought he could worship God anywhere he wanted. But we know that while that is technically true, I can worship God in nature. I love going to Colorado and being in the mountains and seeing God's creation and, and having an opportunity to worship Him. But really what worship is is that gathering of His people on a on a sunday morning or really it, i mean that's the the day that we're supposed to but anytime we're gathered as a church to worship how important that is together in fact it's a it's a divine imperative god commands that
0: yes absolutely and and again i mean you hit the nail on the head you can't you should be worshiping all the time yeah. you know you don't have to be here Every single time you're going to worship, it's not like when I'm, I'm at home and I go, well, it's quiet time and I run up here to the church and and uh, use my keys to get in and, and come in. I can do that from, from home, but you hit the nail on the head. It is important that we're here, uh, that we are uh, being encouraged by the body of Christ, knowing that people are praying for me knowing that we can worship together and then hearing uh the message live being here live and opening up my bible and turning there and 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 all those good things and then of course going to a, a life group and having that that uh fellowship there that's a little bit smaller and you think about the way we do ministry here at mission city it's a like a step process and you come in and we want you to be in worship for a little while then we want you to find a life group and and then we want you to find a, a d group and so it keeps getting smaller uh, in order to have a better accountability, in order to have that that biblical community that encourages us. And we get to encourage other people by the things that God is doing in our lives. And and just like we mentioned with your surgery, uh, I know that your life group is going to be praying over you and praying with you. I know you find that to be encouraging.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's that's all what Acts 42 talks about. You know, it's about about coming together and ha- holding all things in common and and serving each other and being the church to each other. That's an act of worship, and the the, the necessity of that is so important. And that's not done on your own. That's no. not done when you know when you decide each week. I'm you know I'm not going to go to church. So I'm going to go worship God in my own way. That that doesn't build that community that you need in order to be well and even that walking is walking with with the lord
0: even even the thought of i can do this here becomes more about i can do you okay. know what i mean and and it's not really about me it's not really about you it's not even about our our lead pastor and you know elders and such it is about worshiping the one who is worthy of all of our praise all of our adoration and and when we have this mindset of I can do this, and I can go there. It becomes so me focused and, and that is not the gospel, and that is not what we have been called to be as followers of Jesus Christ, to sort of lock ourselves away and do our own thing. We are, as you mentioned, scripture is is very clear that it is important that we get together
1: It's imperative. I mean, it's imperative. It talks about that in Hebrews uh, ten twenty three through twenty five. It says, "Do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together." We we are uh, we are called to be together, to worship together, to serve together, um, not to do it on our own. Wow. And so that's very important. Uh, plus, it's just practice for eternity, right? I mean, you look in Revelation four and Revelation seven. We're gathered around the throne room. I mean, that's going to be an amazing time. What we're doing each and every Sunday is practicing for eternity.
0: Yeah, we will get to be in the presence of the Lord. We will get to um, sing praises to his name throughout all eternity with all of the saints that came before us, that will come after us, all of those good things. And, and we get to do that and, and put that into practice and and look forward to what God is going to do through our redeemed life throughout eternity.
1: Right. And I, I can't wait. I mean, and, you know, I, I, I heard Pastor Matt preach about this not too long ago when we were doing the Revelation series, and he was talking about, he was describing the throne room. And, and then I was also listening to Matt Chandler talk a little bit about this, and they were saying, and it really, man, it really struck home to me, is that even though Revelation 4 is talking about the future, but it's also talking about now. Mm-hmm. When we gather as a church body and we worship together, we are almost like it's like we're coming to a point in time where we actually are in the throne room essentially right then and there when we focus our attention on God and worship Him the way He's truly meant to be worshipped. And that happens only with other believers because that's the way it's going to be. We're going to be gathered around the throne well, if one person doesn't gather around the throne, mm-hmm. it's the body. Right. Of, it's the body that gathers around the throne. And what a beautiful picture of what we get to do each Sunday is gather around the throne and lift our voices and our praises, either through the singing or through the preaching of God's word or through giving mm-hmm. and serving in all those ways.
0: Yeah. And then, as I mentioned earlier, uh, gathering in a live group. You know, we have life groups here at the Central Campus that meet on campus because, as you know, we have we have uh, education space, we have classrooms, and so we make use of those things by having uh, life groups that meet in there, but we also have life groups that are forming outside of the church that are meeting in homes and different things. I know at Northwest, you guys are, are set up to have life groups in, in home, and through those life groups and through that biblical community, that really is important as well because it goes beyond a Bible study. I mean, a Bible study is enough. So I want to make sure whenever you hear live groups, it's not just a Bible study. You go, well, they're, they're, they're saying that the Bible study part's not important. It is important. It is, like it's you said biblical earlier, it community. is paramount. It is, it is uh, certainly important. But, but right, it, it also is how they do life. And I know like when my wife had her surgery and she was laid up for a while, her life group brought us meals. I mean, every single day somebody was delivering. It was so awesome. My son goes, "I wish that they did this." How much
1: weight I wish did they gain? Single- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We don't want to talk about that. That's why this only shows me from the chin down, um, <laughs> from from the from the back of my neck. I mean, the front of my neck yeah. down. Um,
1: that's again, called, my that's son called the throat was Like, what
0: if they? Yeah. <laughs> My son's like, wouldn't that be awesome, Dad, if it was like this forever? And I was like, no, son. I wouldn't be able to get off the couch. Jerry Springer would have to come and rescue me. I cut a hole in the wall like that one episode. But but anyway, yeah, I mean, it was just so neat to see and get text. Not only, and it wasn't just about the food thing, although that's what you and I love, but it was about knowing that I. There was a group of people that were praying for my wife. I mean, when we got to the hospital, our uh, awesome pastoral minister, uh, Dave George, was at the hospital. He got there before us.
1: He wants to know what time I'm arriving. And oh, I told him, like, there. five. And he says, I'll be there.
0: He will be there, I promise you. And then when Ashley came out of surgery, Dave was there. Oh, uh, man. It was, it was awesome. And, but to have that is so encouraging. And I know that Jesus provides enough. He really does, but also Jesus puts people around us to help encourage us, to walk alongside of us, sometimes to walk ahead of us and say, Come on, you're missing it out, come on, come on. Uh, sometimes to walk behind and say, Slow down, you're getting ahead of yourself. You know, I love that biblical community of being in worship, being in a life group, and then having a D group too is so vital. I know you lead a D group and, mm-hmm. and that you guys are part of a life group. Share, share a little bit about what that means to you and, and Cheryl and, and your marriage and, and what that kind of looks like for y'all.
1: Well, currently we are not part of a life group because we're kind of in between. Right. I know so, you have We, been. we have been right. and life group was so important and that was our family. I mean, that was what we look forward to Sunday night, you know, Sunday morning worshiping and then Sunday night going to life group, getting to be among our friends and our people who we were doing life with. And we're looking forward to doing another life group as we kick off uh life group, uh, uh, kind of a new structure of life group starting in August. And we're excited about that. Uh, I you am know, too. That's going to be awesome. But, you know, they it's just an amazing time, I think. Getting to know people in a deeper, more meaningful way, and having people pray for you and bring you food when you need it, yeah. which is always good because we had that. Yeah, I look like I need it, don't I? My my my, <laughs> my mother in law, of course, lives with us as well, and she she went through a very rough stretch where she had some strokes, and and we were you know we were back and forth to the hospital, just like you know you were with Ashley. Just it was so meaningful uh, to have people who would take care of you, and that's what's what biblical community is all about, and that starts with being in worship on a Sunday morning, getting into a life group. And then, of course, I think is probably as important as anything is that D group.
0: Right. What's the, what's
1: the structure
0: of your, like your D group when you guys are, are doing a D group? And the, for those of you who don't know, that means discipleship group. And it's usually, um, whether it's uh, men in there, or whether it's a, a, a the ones that I've led has just been, been guys, mm-hmm. um, and it's me and four other guys, and then the goal is that at the end of six months or nine months or a year, however long, you right. guys make that mm-hmm. commitment. My goal was is to have those other guys go out, and they would each start a, a, a D group and then – you know, it just sort of continues to multiply, but that we, we had an accountability time where we sat and was like, Hey, are you watching things or looking at things? And, and we asked the hard questions. Hey, are you, you know, are you loving your wife? Are you praying with her? Are you, uh, are you in worship? Are you daily Bible reading? Cause I need accountability.
1: Right. And that's exactly what we do. I mean, we're, I have right now, I just have two guys. It's me and two young guys. Um, I felt like I needed to find some young guys and pour into them and some, that's important. And just, just that daily question, like where you at, where are you at in your walk? Are you spending time in God's word? How's your prayer life? Are you, are your eyes going to the right things? If they're not like, what are you doing to prevent that? What are the guardrails that you're putting up in your own life? And just talking through those things. And what's really cool is both those guys were not in the same life group. They weren't even in the life group. And now they're both in the same life group with their wives, and, we're just, and you're just seeing massive transformation in their life. It's, it speeds up transformation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I
0: love. And that's what we talk about here in Mission City is, is a transformed life, meeting people where they are. Um, with the gospel of Jesus Christ and leading them into lives of transformation. And absolutely that happens in life group, D group, you know, it starts in worship. But in our D group, we were we were going through a book called Discipleship Essentials. Same here. Um, I've taken guys through The Pursuit of God from A.W. Tozer. I've taken guys through uh, Philippians. I've taken guys through uh Genesis, you know, I had a guy who's like, man, I would love to just understand and read through the creation. And, and so we met on Friday mornings, and I had a group of guys. This is at one of the first churches I pastored. And, and, uh, and I used to meet with, with guys one-on-one some and do discipleship through Campus Crusades material that they had. So there's a lot of great material that's out there. Um, as I said, Discipleship Essentials is great. Uh, what's some other things that you guys do in your D group, or some other books maybe that that you've done or, or you've had done over the years? Because I know you've been, you know, you were in college and, and, and was an athlete in college, and you talked about how, uh, you know, you still was in the Word of God. And I know that they have provide chaplains for you. But what's some what's some other things that you guys did in D groups?
1: Most of the stuff I've ever done in D group is walk through a typically a book, in the, book in the Bible, usually a Pauline letter. A letter from Paul. I think those are some of the most instructive, uh, practical uh, books. The book that, I'm, uh, that our student ministry is doing, the Book of James. I think that's probably one of the best books for practical yeah. Christianity that you can do. Our ladies' well,
0: Bible study just finished Jude. Yeah, Jude. Jude. Um, I've. Uh, Man church, we got. We, right. we also even have, provide man church. I mean, that just came to me. We, you know, we, we have so many opportunities for admission. See, We mentioned the ladies went through the Book of Jude on Wednesday night. They'll kick off in the fall with to gather that'll meet the first Tuesday of <laughs> every month. Uh, but they also do Bible studies um, throughout the week. It's just women's Bible studies. We'll have man church that'll kick off. It'll be. 6 30 a.m. at northwest 6 30 p.m. at central that begins at the end of august we'll be we'll be talking about that but that's just another way to come together with a group of believers and not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together. together
1: right and i can't wait to man church that's going to be awesome the dude's guide to manhood is kind of be where we're we're kind of running it through it'll be part of it um but, uh, of course, it'll all be out of the Word of God. It'll all be truth from Scripture and uh, just kind of tempered through that process. But yeah, Which uh, is
0: absolutely everything that happens at Mission City teaching-wise, whether you are in our children's ministry, our student ministry, you come to Man Church, you come to Together, What Sunday morning preaching, it is all biblically based, grounded in the Word of God, powered by the Holy Spirit, and so that's one of the things I love about being in mission City. That's one of the things I love about being in worship is to learn more about God's Word.
1: Yeah, I love Psalms 84:10. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. That's right. I'd rather be in God, with God's people. you know I, and I used to not think that way. I used to think I could do it on my own. Yeah. But man, now that I've you know I've spent some time and, and been a part of a church like Mission City, um, that I just love being with God's people. And I, I just know that that's, that's where God wants us to be. You know, I, I, I he wants us to be in community. He's designed it that way. That's right. He's built us that way uh, to function that way. And so I'm, you know, I don't, I don't know if I would ever want to be anywhere else on a Sunday morning or on a Wednesday morning or, uh, or, or on a Wednesday night for that yeah. matter uh, is it, I want to be with God's people. Well,
0: absolutely. Well, Man, I enjoy my time with you again. It was a great time. It really went fast for me. For those listening, I don't know, it may not have went as fast, but for (laughs) me, it sure went by really, really quick. And uh, I look forward to us getting together next week and doing this again. absolutely. We'll talk to you later. All right, God bless. Thank you so much for listening to the Mission City Podcast. If you enjoyed this session, then we encourage you to rate and review this podcast on whatever platform that you are listening. It really helps us reach more people with the gospel of Christ. Thank you again, and we look forward to seeing you next week.